I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. I'll see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to take to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter Program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here, man. That's usually how niggas start doing illegal stuff. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Uh, Good morning, good evening. We're not talking about illegal stuff here on this podcast because that's not what we talk about here. But I digress. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. The number one spot where you can listen to the best lies out there that you could possibly sprinkle your ears with, with stuffing and herb. And shout out to everybody uh, with seasoning still in their teeth from uh, last holiday. Uh, But I digress. Uh, this is your podcast that you like to listen to across from me. That's your guy that you like to listen to. That's my guy that I like to listen to. That's Wes with no T. That's Forever Young 89 on all of the social platforms. Shit, we might be able to get dog on Reddit these days. I mean, he's giving up everything. Might as well pick up some new stress, but I digress. Uh, that's new daddy downstairs. That's a motherfucking goddamn glue around here. That's Elmer Young. That's the person I'm most excited to talk to right now because we got a lot to get off both of our chests. Uh, that sounds like beef. There's no beef this week. We just got a lot to talk about. I'm excited to talk to my friend. I'm rambling, but what's going on, my guy? Um, you know, re- regular regular shit, essentially, you know what I'm saying? This is um a few days after Thanksgiving and you know, after most of the festivities happen for the people and uh, you know, I'm feeling great, feeling like we executed that thing perfectly. Um mm. and for whatever reason before we started this podcast, it came to my brain that we might be the number one my grandmama gave me that chain podcast on the internet. We are one thousand percent the number one my grandmama gave me you that know chain what I'm podcast. That, that, that's sure. what I thought too. So I, I, I'm I'm happy that Thank you, you confer with me on that. Um, however, not to digress too far with my guy across from me um, with the hottest takes the United States. That is Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Um, you probably shouldn't catch my man over at catandcrunch.com these days because it's too fat it, over there. Yeah, if you really know, it's terrible content. Um, but you can also go over to youtube.com slash dipped and butter program where you can listen to lies, more terrible content of things that we didn't really mean when we said it. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Um, it's all freestyle anyways. Um, but you can also catch us um, and my guy over there who I'm talking about most and more importantly, each and every um, Tuesday, whichever day is pod day in your life, right here on the dipped and butter program, um, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one goes. My nigga and yours was popping. Let's do a wellness check, man, right here at the top. Man. How how are you doing? As you were saying before, before we got uh, really started here, you survived Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what well, I like to say that I know that this was y'all's first Thanksgiving, having family in from out of town. Yes, mm-hmm. am I wrong yes. in assuming that? Nope, you are and correct This in is that. your first Thanksgiving as new daddy and correct. having family in town. Correct. So this is like a monumental thing. Like this is certainly yeah. one of the holidays where you want to make sure – you wear your good sweater. You want to make sure that you're stopping to take pictures because I think me and you both share in the sentiment that we want to live in the moment. Me and you are both not huge picture guys. We don't mind taking pictures like we ain't divas. We're right. Like, nigga, get the camera out of here. <laughs> We're not going to stop in the moment to take a picture, but we'll right. certainly let you take one if you right. want to get down. And I know me and you kind of struggle with that, but was it front of mind for you being that this is your first Thanksgiving with child First mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, having family in town, everybody's hustling and bustling, soups are being made, turkeys being prepped, niggas being them, the smiles are being smiled, and all this shit is happening around. Like, 
Tell me about how this experience was for you for the first full on prime time top mm, shelf prime time. This is top shelf Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. Me Premiere. This. This, this is, these are the most. These are the times we always for. These are these are. This is definitely a premiere holiday. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And I feel like show. the timing of everything happened perfectly. Um, I'm over here tickled on the inside at how you know soups are being made over here. Like maybe you just know the culture and how things. Happen I know the culture. I just know the culture. <laughs> You're a part of the culture, so you know. I just soups know the happen. culture. Soups happen day one. Um, but to kind of you know circle back around to what you was talking about, I actually um. I don't want to say that I was trash, but it's kind of a reiteration of what you was talking about. Like, we pride ourselves on living in the moment. So I really think I doubled down on it a lot in this moment. Um, Not only just for the Thanksgiving aspect of it, but this was my mom and my sisters and, you know, Bernie's and my brother came and, you know, his girlfriend. This was their first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them, they first time out here. Well, my mom first time out here. But, like, this was their first time out here. Then y'all out here for Thanksgiving, which is already a family holiday. But y'all really, like y'all coming to see the baby. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of kind of things to landmark um, in there. Shout out to um, Mr. BJ. He also termed um, Mr. Being in BJ. Ari- yeah, he also termed being in show. Arizona um, as being in the zone. So we're gonna you know coin that from here on out. That's Whenever hard. anybody's in Arizona, you're in the zone. Things in go down zone. in the zone. I like that. You know like what I'm that. saying? But um, so it was um. I don't. It, it didn't get overwhelming at any point in time. I will say that, but like really? thinking, Duh, you yeah. are a cool customer. I, can I say that about you? Like since I met you, and since me and you locked eyes, no pause, because I love you in real life. Since the first time me and you locked eyes, you have been a cool, calm customer. And anytime I've ever seen you in a predicament where you might sweat, you have never sweated, bro. And I commend you on that. Like you ain't a, you ain't really a sweaty nigga, bro. Nah, bro. Like, and, and again, we've talked about this on the podcast before. And we're we're overthinkers, you know, kind of kind of want to mm-hmm. like. So I kind of run through all of my scenarios before they all happen, the whether I'm right or wrong. Like I, I'm, I'm just gonna go with my model as a, as a basis of what's about mm-hmm. to happen here, even if I'm wrong. Um, but we had people, we had we literally had people come every day from Tuesday through Friday. So it was kind of it, it was kind of wild in that aspect. So Tuesday, my mom, my sister, and Bernie came. Wednesday, um, her dad and his wife came. Thursday, my brother and his girlfriend came, boom, and then boom, Friday, boom, boom. BJ, like a Tyler Perry BJ movie. came through. Yeah, fam, it was crazy. It was wild. And, you know, we got to experience some different things. Like I said, we had Soup Tuesdays around this joint. Um, Wednesday, I thought we, those were some big pots that I saw. I was like, <laughs> yeah, very, damn, very how big. much family they there got? Were, there were three different soups on the stove that night. It, it, it was Easy. delicious, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then Wednesday, we got the chance to, you know, let, let the um, fam experience a restaurant we like to go to out here, the Indian joint. Took them to the Indian joint. Um, you know, they, they had a time. It, it was pretty cool. And then, you know, th- Thursday was the show. Everybody did their goddamn thing, um, you know. <laughs> and it was so funny <laughs> while we was, because her dad came in. And, you know, niggas just get to talking shit. You know how I go around with niggas. And of course. He he had a job. And when, when he came in, he immediately just kept saying that he got fired from his job. And we like, fam. Who fired you from your job? Like, no, you have I a mean, job here and your job still needs to be completed. So, like, <laughs> who fired from from the management team? The people who put all of this together? Like, we all, like, did you say that? No, you did. We, like, we look like the Spider-Man meme in the kitchen. Like, did, right. you, did you say it? No, you, you didn't say it. Okay, so where are you getting this from, grand dude? <laughs> and right. he, like, I, he just keeps saying I got demoted. Okay, well, demote your ass back in the kitchen because we need these vegetables. You know what I'm right. saying? Who are you talking and your boy, about? your boy looks over at me in the midst of all of this. And he goes, okay, well, what... What what did you make today? I paused. 
I leaned in close. I said, I made all of this possible. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was even so cold, it stopped my wife in her track. She said, That's fire, hey, bro. she said, that was that was you a cold, cold answer. She, <laughs> she was like, I, I'll fuck with that. You a cool customer. That's for for cool. sure. So like the entire week and then, um, you know, we won't get into too many details, but Saturday we did the, you know, watching the game thing and we got the chance to use our real niggas as R&D, you know what I'm saying, for the chicken fish and the, the chicken and fish restaurant idea that we have. So we was able to break the fryer out and really do it how we imagine it's supposed to be being done. If we was going to go live all the way 100% with it and uh, it turned out to be a, you know, complete success. The chicken was banging. I'm still eating chicken from Saturday. Um, <laughs> the fish is all gone. It was it was delicious though. Every everything hit. Allow me to be the voice of our listeners, real quick. Okay. Up. Uh, talk to me about the chicken and fish restaurant idea that you've never ran past the podcast ever know. before. We but, probably, bro, like, at this point, it's I, I probably know somebody's thanking me right now for slowing you the fuck down. Wait a minute, <clears> y'all got a chicken and fish idea for a restaurant that you've never run yeah, by our listeners I'm, to steal? Pretty sure this probably maybe like 50 plus episodes ago. Maybe I, you know, I might have tapped on it real quick and got off of there. But like my wife is a phenomenal cook. You know that. Sure, and like it's that. only it's only gotten better. And um, you know, just living where we live at and recognize an opportunity and um, so many spaces. So so many cuisine, spaces, right? so much yeah. opportunity. And like even like I told, you know, my family when they was out here and they tasted it, and they're like, Oh my god, this is so good. Like, yeah, nobody around here is making a chicken wing. Or a catfish fillet like that, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like it's it's almost like a a no brainer. Like this is it's like, more like your probably, duty. Like you need to do it for the community more so than for your pocket. no, for, bro. That's really yeah. how I feel. I'm yeah. glad you understand yeah. what I'm saying, no, bro. It. Because if if this is how we feel, and I can, I keep telling you all these weeks, like every time I go to fucking Walmart, there's more niggas in Walmart, so I know they got to be looking for the food down here. So like yes. Yes, there is a um, you know, I won't, I, I won't spill any, you know, official shit, but like, yeah, like that, that's an idea. And even after doing that, I, you know, me and her had a conversation. I was like, babe, I'm extra inspired for us to just get the space and just go like balls to the wall with it for real, for real. Like, and just try it hard. I will, yeah. I will quit my job. Like, and it's fam. When I tell you, it's almost like a guarantee that this shit will be a fucking hit. Like, it's almost an absolute guarantee. And you mm. already know, I'm auditioning here every week to quit my goddamn job, GG. Anyway, so like, like you already doing it anyway. Anything that makes the light bulb go off makes the light bulb go off. But overall, I'll say, you know, it was a uh, it was a beautiful experience. Like I say, to have my mom and my sister, and that be their first time to meet the baby at Thanksgiving and really for like everything to go off really without a hitch. Like there was really no hiccups amongst any of the things that happened. We ended up going, um, what day was that? Was that? No, that was Saturday morning. Uh, grand dude and meet me spice ended up taking all the kids to some kids museum. So the adults went to the casino Saturday morning, which was, which was pretty lit. Um, my, my mom won like a thousand dollars, bro. She's like the luckiest person of all time <laughs> at the casino. Bernie used his free money and he hit for like $300. Yeah. I'm telling all y'all's business because I ain't hit as high as y'all. So yeah, fuck come, y'all. come check in for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Me and my brother sat at the blackjack table for a little while. We went to the roulette table. Like it was a funky good time. Like I, I definitely enjoyed myself over the weekend. Um, and I definitely need to hear about your weekend before, you know, of, of course art imitates life and there's no way you don't get podcast ideas out of things that happen around you. I literally had 
there was probably three moments where niggas was like, hey, I better not hear about this on the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> I'm probably not going to be able to help that because <laughs> it's the only way that I know how to live. So, but like, some stuff I gotta is hear out of my thing. control. Yeah. Cat usually steers and I just react. I'm, you know, I hope yeah. y'all know that by now to listening to the show. My nigga has no responsibility here. <laughs> I steer us. He gets in the car and that's Bro. just kind of how this thing moves. I, and this is why I love you. I told these niggas while they was here. I said, hey, no cap. I said, if we do four episodes in a month, Half the time, I don't come with nothing. I said, because I know Kat got us. I said, Kat got us. I said, these are all freestyles, and we we work our way through it. But, you know, I got got something from Thanksgiving that I would love to hear your opinion on after I hear about your Thanksgiving, though. Okay, so let let me give you a little bit of mine. So it feels like it's been so long since we've been on the mic together. Like, so much has happened. Um, Since we potted, uh, I know when we potted last... Uh, my daughter Cameron was sick and she was, mm-hmm. we were just coming off the weekend. I think I mentioned it to you that she was f- sick with a fever. We had to go down to Albuquerque, which is about an hour and a half away, et cetera, et cetera, to pick up my mother-in-law from the airport and all of that. She slept the entire day. We was in a hotel. She usually loves running around a hotel and being right. in a new place because it's a mini adventure for her. But right. as soon as we fucking put the little fucking key card in the thing and popped the lock, she took her shoes off and got into bed and didn't move again, bro, and went to sleep for at like 3.30 in the afternoon and stay asleep to the next day. We was like, something's wrong. Something's definitely wrong. We get her back home. Well, first we start to get something to eat on the way back and she barely ate anything. We get back home, she's sick. Next day, she's sicker. Next day, she's even sicker. To one point, like she got out the bed and like her eyeballs were sunken in. She had clearly lost like 15 to 20 pounds. Like she looked like a skeleton walking. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like she's coughing. She's not eating anything. She hasn't eaten in days. I'm like, we, we got to take her to the hospital. Right. So long story short, Cameron had like walking influenza, pneumonia, flu, okay. severe. Like I thought it was COVID. It mm-hmm. probably would have been better if it was. Like Probably. At least at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like now we're at the point going into 2023 that we know what COVID is. We're a little bit more scared of the other shit, right? Like we know how to handle COVID. Mm-hmm. She's vaccinated. If it would have been COVID, we'd have knew what to do. Right. You just got to hold tight and wait till the shit is over. <laughs> you got to stay in your room, had, baby. No, yeah, no, no, like no, no, no. Don't come out. Bro, I'll bring it to you. Influenza. And she was like playing with pneumonia a little mm-hmm. bit. So her mm-hmm. fevers was through the roof. She had no appetite, couldn't breathe, couldn't sleep. Like she just looked like a walking skeleton. I was like, dog. So we had to have, we ended up having to put her on oxygen and all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling y'all to tell y'all how my holiday went because I find it remarkable that. It seems like every Thanksgiving, somebody in my family gets remarkably sick. Like, it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. And when we first moved out here, it was Cameron. Cameron hadn't been this sick since the year we moved to New Mexico. And we mm-hmm. had to put her on oxygen then. And we was just freshly moving from Ohio. So we really didn't have nothing established, right? We had a little bit of money that we, like our Oregon Trail Bank, <laughs> that we went as a banker from Boston to go hunt our elk and try to make a living for ourselves, making our commute from Ohio. This was the last time she was this sick. And wouldn't you fucking know it, as soon as my insurance is about to run out for me being unemployed, mm. she gets terminally ill. Like, I'm talking mm. about the, the niggas had to come on a weekend to bring her an oxygen tank. She was so sick. Like, she had to be on oxygen and all kind of shit. She's still on it. She's getting better, y'all. Don't freak out. <clears throat> We're trying. Hopefully, she'll be back to school by this coming Thursday or whatever. But it was really, really bad. But... um. That was going on. We, Of course, we got family in town. My mother-in-law's in town. My nephew's in town. My niece usually comes around when we have the holidays. And 
it's a grandiose time. I really love being around my, my wife's family because they're just so different. You know what I mean? Usually mm-hmm. when people say it's different, it's like I'm trying to keep from saying something that's <laughs> disrespectful or right, mean. Right, right, they're right, just right. different. Like it's not mean at all. Like I love my family. They grew up different from us, so it's it, it's always fun for me to watch and be involved. Bro, I, sometimes I just sit on the couch and just watch them do them. Cause I it's love so shit like that, fam. Where you can yeah. like, you be like, yo, I I love being able. Like to that's tell your the family, difference. but they yeah. grew up different, so you get to yeah. just watch them and how they interact with each other. And I love that kind of shit. No, yeah. let me tell you, right? So Thanksgiving is on Thursday, as the white man established way back in 1902. <laughs> La- no matter what the Thursday date is, of the it's month. Thursday. <laughs> God, that's always funny to me. Like, is it the 25th, the 23rd? No, it's Thursday. Whatever the last Thursday Whatever is Thursday. Of the month. Yeah, we pick the Thursday. You know what it is. So by Tuesday hey, night. Nah, that is kind of flagrant, though, fam. Like, let's talk bro, about it. Hey, we not, I don't, let, let's stop right there, fam. See, why you do that? Uh, but hold on. Okay, let me just make this one last joke then. The same white man that wants you at work on time can't decide what day he wants his holiday. Yeah, like, no. For, for this <laughs> one holiday. This is the only one holiday. This is the only one holiday they was like, hey, it just got to be the last Thursday. Ever. Like, it just got to be that one. That Thursday-Friday combo must really be important. And I'm sure, like, the media and Black Friday got something to do with that at this point, that you got to keep it that way. But, like, damn, a nigga couldn't just go November 25th is Thanksgiving. Stamp it to the calendar. Nah, it's the last Thursday. Last Somebody Thursday. was swindling some shit, bro. Like, just like, a, whoever like, came up with well, that why can't you do that? Fridays. Well, I guess you can't do that with Christmas if you have been telling this lie that it's somebody's birthday. So. I know. The birthday can't necessarily They birthday just every last thankful. Friday of the December, like nigga, yeah, what? but we can be thankful any of these days. <laughs> so Tuesday before Thursday, right? It wasn't even Thanksgiving Eve, which is a Wednesday. It was Tuesday. We was all kind of sitting around watching horror movies as we usually do. Like it's kind of a tradition of ours. We show fucked up movies leading up to Thanksgiving. We don't really okay. know why. Me and my wife like to watch fucked up shit, so we subject our family members to fucked up shit that we've seen throughout the year to hit them to all the fucked up shit we've watched. To get prepared for Thanksgiving. I don't I don't want to cut you off, but did you see, sure. and we don't have to talk about this if you didn't see it, but did you see that they did a sequel to A Christmas Story with the original Ralphie? We're going to wait until the week of Christmas to watch it. I didn't know it existed. Okay. I didn't either before it was right about to come out, but I'm I'm glad I know it exists. Like, I'm it. definitely going to watch it. But We're going to watch it for sure. I can't wait to watch it, actually. I, I kind of like when they do this kind of shit. Uh, they yeah. did a Pee Wee's Big Adventure on Netflix exclusive a Pee-wee sequel that was rehashed and revamped. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that. So I ain't okay. right. But Tuesday night, we're sitting on the couch. We're doing our family thing. Everybody's sitting around. Now, my mother-in-law had specifically requested a cherry pie from the grocery store. Right now, my mother-in-law's getting older. Bless her heart. So it makes for pure comedy because I'll tell y'all, and I'll tell y'all candidly, and don't none of y'all listening to this disrespect my mother-in-law because I can fight with her. Y'all can't fight with her. Right. right? So... My mother-in-law is very strong-willed. She's a very independent woman. She's very mm-hmm. like, I got a degree when I was in my young life, so you can't tell me shit. That's part of her character. And it's it's funny when you live thousands of miles away and you have a time limit to how long you can deal with it. Because me and her used to fight a lot. Like, right. a lot. Like, I'm mm-hmm. very, very much believer in the head of household. I'm doing quotation marks. Head of household role. Me and you talk about that a lot, right? And I very mm-hmm. much consider myself to be head of my household. My wife is an agreement to that. I don't have to fight my wife. So we just right. have a operational right. thing that works for us. I'm not going to mm-hmm. run around and tell y'all what works for y'all. That works for us. So when you get somebody else introduced into your ecosystem, I'll call it. To your address. That, yep. Yeah, to your address or ecosystem that is an alpha themselves, mm-hmm. there's potential conflict that could ensue, right? So me and my mother-in-law used to have a lot of that type of conflict. Like, this is my house. 
you're not going to just change the fucking curtains without asking me. Just little stupid arguments like that, right? So it's fun when she comes over because you can laugh at these things now. Like, I'm older, she's older. We have a greater appreciation for each other. She knows I ain't going nowhere. She appreciates how I am with my family. Mm -hmm. I would even go the stretch to say that she's proud of me and the man that I've become. She's been there for a lot of that. So all of that, you know, over the years, things smooth out. That's the beautiful part of life so she's over now and i get to enjoy some of the comedy of who she is right so Uh she requested my wife to get a cherry pie first thing this was not happening in real time but i'll give you all the little heads up (laughs) she didn't ask nobody else if they wanted or even liked cherry pie she just requested a cherry pie now it's thanksgiving who the fuck cares right because she can request a cherry pie we are more than obliged to go get it for right my nephew requested green bean casserole Nobody asked him no questions. We wouldn't got the fucking shit to make the goddamn casserole, right? It's Thanksgiving. Okay. If people have okay. some things that are close to their heart that they just hmm. want for Thanksgiving, I don't mind getting it if it ain't going to throw the whole menu off. Now, you I see you ticking a little bit. Yeah, well, I, could hear, you bring I do want to hear what you think about this, though, because well, some yeah. people have very set in stone tradition, like, nah, nigga, this is what we having. This is an, if you want to bring some shit, that's cool, but we're not adjusting the menu. Like, how you feel about so that so sort of So... Ours wasn't so traditional um, on this side. Like, there was no turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no, no turkey. turkey. There was no turkey that came out the oh, oven. Give me God. the electric knife. Let me cut it up in front of my family to show what them the this is my fucking house. No turkey, cuz. Bro, bro just, just like we've talked about, traditional Christmas is dead. Traditional Thanksgiving is dead, bro. Like, if I just fish make, fry, I swear to God. No, 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 no. We didn't do the fish fry, but we did all smoked meats. You know what I'm saying? My wife did a smoked, okay. Uh, okay. smoked pork butt, smoked pork shoulder. All right. Um, she did some pork belly. She did all do right. chicken. She smoked some chicken, so we had some chicken. That sounds um, delicious. And we had mac and cheese, greens. Who made the mac and cheese? Bernie. Bernie came through and made the I was mac. about to challenge whoever you said made it. And <laughs> but you was can. like, Bernie, but now you and then can. I backed up. <laughs> yeah, but now you can. <laughs> Bernie hey, made fuck the you, mac. Bro. And for the first time officially, you know, we call it, um, you know, Team New Dressing. Team New Dressing made the dressing for the it set, was a team? dog. You had a team on the dressing? Me, my wife, and my sister are Team New Dressing fam. Okay. And Team New Dressing got the new dressing down. You know what I'm saying? And we we did that. So um, there was some other shit that they made. My wife made some cakes. She made some Oreo stuff. Like, we had a decent spread of food. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm saying all of that to say, like, I don't know if we would have took no request from no niggas. Like, I fully... <laughs> I fully expected my mom to be the one to be like, hey, like, I need somebody to make me some shrimp kebabs or something around this bitch. But my mom was like, nah, I'm with the shits, like, and it's going down. So, like, yeah, yeah, she she was right with it. But, like, yeah, I just don't know. Like, we, you know, we kind of came up with the menu beforehand, and I guess that's okay. If you end up coming up with the menu stages and the nigga be like, hey, let me get that green bean casserole, you'd be like, you want to know what? I do got space on the list to add the green bean casserole. I got you. I I fuck with your logic. I fuck with your logic because it was so workable because she asked for a cherry pie. That ain't about shit, right? Like you Mm -hmm. go get a pre-made cherry pie, throw it in the oven for a few minutes. Now she did request that it be specifically one of those that you have to bake. She didn't want the pre-made where you just take it home and slice it. She wanted like a Marie Callender's pulled out the freezer and we throw a little butter on top, which is fine. Like that don't call for too many adjustments. My nephew asking for green bean passable. Somebody got to make that. Was a little bit of an audible, but we was going to make green beans anyway. So we, mm-hmm. it wasn't that hard of a flex. Okay. It wasn't that hard of an audible because we was going to, green beans was in the thought process anyway. So right. now we just need to maybe put it with some onion straws and throw it in some soup and put it in a right. glass dish now. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> 
right? Bro, all hate, of a sudden, it's in a glass dish. Get out of my is head. That not, <laughs> right? Is that not the truth? That's the picture. That's the picture. Yeah. So, it's the Campbell's fucking chicken noodle soup. Yeah, commercial. like that's how Campbell's will say, like, nigga, take the same green beans you was about to put serve. Like, put it in a glass, it in glass, glass dish, dish. Put it with some cream of mushroom. Sprinkle some of these onion <laughs> straws and put it back in the oven again. That's all. Like, it's not that big a deal. So we weren't going to tell the nigga no over something that light. So... <laughs> We get the cherry pie. We get the shit for the green bean casseroles. We come home on a Tuesday because we, we're. I like to go get my Thanksgiving shit in droves or in waves because I'm always paranoid that we're going to go to the store on Wednesday, get all the shit, and then wake up Thursday and be like, oh, banging up brown sugar. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's always like, so I wanted to go to the store on Tuesday to marinate on all the shit Tuesday and then have all Wednesday to go, ooh, we forgot crackers or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we can go yeah. back again. So- we get home Tuesday, we watching our little movies and shit. My mother-in-law starts asking and requesting the cherry pie. And at first, we all kind of scrounged our face. I'm like, fuck you oh, talking about? Like, oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, my mother-in-law is a sweetheart. She's getting older. She's kind of getting in that age where it tickles you when they say shit like that. But you just, you accommodate, right? Because it's like, go and get the shit for granted. Like, it's not that yeah. big. What the fuck is yeah. it? We all kind of like realized after fighting her on it for like five minutes. I was like, "Wait, everybody, hey, bro, it, <laughs> nobody wants the cherry pie but her anyway." Hey, check it out. Give her the pie. Like, I, who think, the fuck? I think they just get to this age, and it's like it, it sounds bad to say it like this, but it kind of is what it is. Like they get to the age where like they really only concerned about themselves. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said it. And I didn't have because to say I, it. and like we did the same thing to my mom. We did the same thing to my mom over the weekend because my mom was having me, like, when I got up in the morning, she was having me come down and bring her some coffee after we made the coffee. Like, we <laughs> told my mom, too, like, hey, check it out. We got a whole <laughs> shelf full of coffee in there. Like, you can just take coffee down. Because the Airbnb was only down the street. Like, y'all can take coffee. And, like, we promise we are okay. Like, you're not stealing from us. We're not going to yeah, be just without coffee. Over. Like, just take it. And my mom was like, nah, like, I want you to bring it to me. All right, I, I'm gonna bring you the coffee in the morning. But when the, day three, when you know they eventually was like, all right, this is kind of ridiculous. Like we should probably <laughs> Did just, you just keep having to bring one cup. Burn ended up going to the store and buying like coffee creamer and shit. Right, so end of the night comes, they packing up the bags and shit. They put the coffee creamer in the bag. My mom is carrying the bag out, but for whatever reason, she like doubles back through the house. And I think she went in the refrigerator and then she like looks in the bag and there's a creamer in there that she don't need. And she like, uh, we don't need this. And we like, hey, you know, you're not going by yourself, right? Like in her coffee. Yeah, her coffee. She like, oh, y'all niggas want coffee too? Damn. Like they really just, oh, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing no, at all. Like, that's why I love you, bro. Because you, you get it. Because like, you raised your kids, right? You sent you, them out into the world. You like, supposed to do. You, the, yeah, the now rest- you get to worry about yourself. Your your Nas King's disease years are about you. <laughs> They're about you. Your King's disease years are about you. It ain't about like you raised the kids. You foundation yeah. the family. You can just think about your coffee think now. About like, yourself, you doing your service. What Only your Jesus sandwich. would say, well done. And, and not for nothing, and maybe you can you know kind of relate and attest to this too. But like, it also felt good to have like. And no misogyny involved here, but it felt good to like, well, because Bernie was involved too. So scratch my last statement. Fuck that. But it felt good (laughs) to see my wife in the kitchen and Bernie in the kitchen and my sister in the kitchen and my mom 
having to ask, like, hey, do y'all need me to do something? And we all, like, yeah, we need you to sit the fuck down. We need you to sit down. Like, it was a good feeling. It was a good feeling. I told my wife the same thing. Like, watching her prep a turkey is probably one of, like, the most attractive Mm -hmm. nurture. It's weird because it's, like, the perfect mixture of sexy, nurturing, beautiful. Like, it's the three things, right? You can't be sexy, cute, and beautiful at the same time. But this is damn sure beautiful and sexy. It is. And you and you want to know what I always love as a young nigga, and I feel like I'm kind of embodying that now because cooking is not my thing, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But like I always say, my wife is the master chef around here. I'm the sous chef. So particularly in this last Thanksgiving situation, I'm literally willing to do whatever she needs me to do in order to keep her motor running. So Uh like- If you need to go outside and get a tree branch, you know which branch to get. Man, what? Like my wife, she was was inside fucking with the chicken wings and went, all right, babies, you ready for me to go get the fryer ready? Like, all right, better. Like I say, as a young nigga, you see like- Cause it ain't no shame in my game, you know. This is a, I don't I don't give a fuck what y'all say about what me and Paul do in relationships. My wife is the barbecuer around here. Okay, like oh. can I go? Can I go out there and flip the chicken wings and all that shit? Yeah, can I? Can I? Can I? Yes, I could do it if I wanted to. But that's my wife's it's thing. And she I, do feel, it. I feel no shame about it, bro. Absolutely no, I none. Like I want to shame you. I don't, shame me. <laughs> if you shame me for that, I'll shame you for riding passenger seat. Like because that's how. Oh I yeah, feel. no. Let's leave you alone. Let's leave you alone. Uh, like- so let's get back to Piegate. Uh, yes, 2022. sir. Pie-gate. So we we after a while, like I start kind of snapping out of it. I'm like, you know what? Why are we giving her a hard time, right? Like, this is her Thanksgiving, too. We sent for her to come out here. We wanted why, her here. Why is she we getting banging on old ladies? Why are we getting banging on mom? It's about the pie. Like, it really shouldn't matter to us when she eats the pie. And it ain't like she can eat a whole pie in one night anyway. She's going to have a couple slices. She's going to put it away. And I said, we got so many desserts happening on Thanksgiving. She can eat some pie now. Then she can have cookies and cake and mm-hmm. all this other shit on Thanksgiving. You know what? Give her the pie. Now it's funny. Give it a goddamn. When we was fighting on her about it, though, she was like, "Well, I don't understand why we can't just put it in the oven now and let the flavor run through." Mm, hey, but she <laughs> she spoke she spoke of him. She definitely spoke of him to you though, because no, she you, said put the fl- she said know put better the pie than, in there and let the flavor run through it. You I know cried, better. Nigga. You know better than anybody else. Second day spaghetti and lasagna is better than first day, fam. She not Chilly. lying. Yeah, she not she lying. Not lying. She not She's lying. She's not lying. But, I said, but you like know you what? say, you get to sit back and enjoy the shit now. Like, oh my it's god, <laughs> bro, we laughed after a while. I just was like, you know what, you win. Get you win. Babe, get in the pie. I said, babe, get her the pie and put some butter on that goddamn Somebody shit. Somebody heat the oven to 350, please. Yeah, like, like what, what you need me to do? Like, let's get please. you your pie, because yeah. why am I fighting you in this? Why am I fighting you about your pie? But here's the thing, right? So, <laughs> my grandmother, big mama, rest in peace, God rest her soul, she is the woman that is wholly a big portion of why I am today, right? Like, anybody that knows me from back in the day knows that big mama is the reason why you get cat. Ain't no cat without big mama. You might get Lamar's. Yeah. But you ain't gonna get cat, right? right so, right. Her specialty thing, well, one of her specialty things on the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, was socket to me cake. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if all of y'all know what that is, but that is a very special fall type cake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yellow cake. It's got mm-hmm. brown sugar and pecans in it. It's basically like a, a cinnamon roll in a bunt cake form. 
Mm-hmm. It's the greatest cake of all that, time. That was a good explanation. Yeah, I mean, it's dessert and it's for coffee all in one. Like, it's the greatest cake ever created, right? Yo, so, they need to call you. You're selling it's a this, coffee cake like, and you're selling this to cake. me right now. Like, it's uh, an evening dress. Sold. And it, yeah, like, bro, it's the greatest shit in the world. So I was, my, my wife was like, you know what? I want you to make the socket to me cake this year. I want to see mm-hmm. how you do because she knows that I'm pretty decent in the kitchen and she wants to see okay. me try my hand at it. You know what? I would be honored to get out of trial. I've always wanted to try my hand at that cake. And, you know, my my grandmother kind of blessed my wife with the, the go-ahead to make that before she passed. So my wife's been making it up until this point. So I tried my hand at it. Now, here's the thing where we almost got into a real fight. As I was making the socket to me cake, she could smell it, right? Because you whipping brown sugar up with cinnamon and mm-hmm. pecans mm-hmm. and you warming them up and you got... You grabbing sour cream out the fridge and six to eight eggs and all kind of shit going on. And she's like, man, you really going at it with that cake. Because my don't get it fucked up. My mother-in-law is a baker. Like she used to get mm-hmm. blue ribbon at mm-hmm. the Ohio State Fair back in the day. So she know her way around that oven mm-hmm. when it comes to some baked goods. So I would never challenge her on that. <clears throat> but I was making my shit and I put my shit in the oven. I was proud of my shit and I was ready for, to see how my shit turned out. But for those of y'all don't, don't know, I live in New Mexico. I've told y'all before I live on top of a mountain. So Baking at high altitude can be tricky. You got to know your way around this shit because your whole cake can collapse when you bake at high altitude. So I was already being as careful as possible, right? Like I'm conferring to, with my wife about certain shit. Should I add more oil? Do I need two more eggs and all of that shit? So I'm telling y'all all of this about it because there comes a point when I got finally got the cake in the oven after all this work. It goes in there for 45 to 55 minutes. Well, around minute 42, 43... I hear my mother-in-law in the other room going, oh, man, that cake smells good. I, I just sure hope you don't burn it. Oh, she laid down <laughs> signals for your ass. Hey, go get that cake out the motherfucking oven. Dog, when I tell you I burst out the back room, <laughs> if you don't stop worrying about my motherfucking goddamn cake. And I ask you, is it weird to be territorial over the dishes that you're responsible for when it comes to the holidays? I told that whole story just to get to this point. Is that weird to you to be territorial over your dishes? Like, say you're in charge of the mac and cheese. And Bernie, you can answer this too as you're listening. If you're in charge of the mac and cheese, do you want anybody in there even looking at what you're putting in the mac and cheese, let alone giving you advice on how the mac and cheese should be like? El dente or not, or you know what I mean? Like, is that weird to be protective over your yeah. family's recipes? I can. Because I mean, I'm really can, protective over this cake. I really. I am. mean, I can tell you, Bernie don't like nobody, you know, over his shoulder fucking around this shit unless he invites you to it. Um, mm-hmm. He'll definitely invite you to it, but he don't like you just fucking around in the kitchen while he fucking around. No. Um, I think the only person that I'm taking it from, um, and again, going back to my hierarchy, Master Seth, Shoe Seth, I'm only taking it from my wife. Like, pause if necessary, but like. My wife is the only person that could be like, because I remember one time she did it. I was about to make some grits one morning and I went and I started the grits and she came down and, you know, she she put me onto the game about the heavy whipping cream and the grits and I hadn't done that. So she was like, Ooh. I got you, babe. And she she took it over and I don't I don't have no issues about that because I just finished everything else that I was doing. So if you want to take that over because you you see it better and, and like back and forth, I give her the ideas. Like even when we had, um, she made um, broccoli cheddar soup, and she had made it a couple weeks ago, too. And after she made it, like, it was good. And I was like, mm, you know what you should do, babe? And sometimes, like, I say stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes <laughs> I'm just throwing shit out there to see if it'll stick to the wall or just to get her reaction to see how she feel about it. But after she made it, I was like, babe, you know what you should do? You should roast the broccoli before you put it in there. And she, like, stopped chewing, nigga. And she looked up at me slowly, and her eyes got big. And she was like, 
That is a phenomenal That idea. is a great idea. <laughs> and she did that, and it made it that Oof. much greater, dog. Like, you Oof. get that little char on that broccoli, uh-huh. baby, and put it in that soup. I, I got good, real good nigga ideas because I like to eat good. I like shit that tastes good. So, like, I, I got some ideas on me, and, like, a lot of them consist of garlic. But <laughs> Bro, listen, I... <laughs> Through my weight loss journey, I discovered keeping an onion in the refrigerator at all times. And let me tell you, you're going to get a chopped onion in everything. Everything. I bro, I t- have we not Spaghetti, talked about this? Spaghetti, chili, I, bro. meatloaf, chicken. You're going to get a chopped have onion we, in anything that come out of my kitchen. Have we not talked about this over the past like eight weeks? I don't know what happened to me. Maybe I made it to that point in my seven-year taste bud cycle, but like... Onions got a chokehold on my life right now, <laughs> bro. Like, nothing can, bro, there's no dish that a chopped onion can improve. Bro, slice I, of pizza. You can put yeah, a chopped onion bro, on a slice of pizza. I, like when I tell you I was not a, like, and I'm still not a fan of certain onions, but like when I tell you I really didn't used to be a fan of a raw onion on my on my nothing, like, but on a set, I take it like and I still prefer like a cooked or a sauteed over, onion. Yeah, over a raw. But you can you can definitely get me to test it out with raw onion. And if it don't work, we'll just toss that thing. But like it's not that big a deal. I'm definitely going for it at this point. And like uh, again, my, my taste buds have matured. I fuck with tomatoes. Like I fuck with a lot of shit in certain shit, but like I don't like tomatoes on my sandwich. No, I don't. I don't I like pickles on my sandwich. I'll take a like, cooked tomato on the side of it. Yeah, day. I I love pickles by themselves, pause if necessary. But like, well, I, I mean, don't. a longer a a long fat pickle can't be. be- <laughs> you like listen a long fat sour pickle in the way that it engulfs your mouth. The, the the fatter the better, right? Oh my god, that is a, like it just got worse <laughs> by the word. Like that was a no, nah, but I, I'm with you though. Certain shit just only goes mm-hmm. good in certain places. So yeah, now nah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh, the holidays are also interesting too, and I, I don't want to make this all about my mother in law story because I want to get back to your question for me about, about say, the holidays. I got you. But there is one more thing that I wanted to because it's kind of a tradition. We always fuck with my mother in law when she comes out here, especially around Christmas. But we got started early this year about like. We start getting a holiday spirit and we bust out the wine and shit like that. And she don't really drink. She don't really do nothing because my mother-in-law is older. You know what I mean? She grew Mm -hmm. up in the black and white, listening to the radio in the living room on the floor days. And all Mm -hmm. that is great. Uh, But we always like offer her marijuana when she comes out here because, you know, (laughs) it's legal out here. It's recreational now. And it's like, you know, we can get you a little... Little edible if you want. Yeah, you can get a little something. Really chill out. Really enjoy these movies if you want. And she always gives us a super hard no. And like, it. I only bring it up because it's so interesting to me every time because she don't just say no. She always says no and gives you like the dare criteria for how to say no. Right? Like she don't <laughs> never just say no. She goes no because I don't want to get strung out and I don't want to like lose my relatives and sell my car. And this is like, mom. Just you have got to stop lead. listening to 1950s propaganda. Like, we will yeah, never make you God sell damn, your apartment. Uh, what's that lady's name? Uh, 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 Reagan's wife. She is dead. Like, Nancy Reagan. Like, yeah. Nancy Reagan. She's out of here. But it, it's so interesting to me. And, like, this ain't even me clowning her. I find it genuinely fascinating that programming, and this is what I came here to talk to you about, really, like, how programming can be so strong in all of our childhoods and development mm-hmm. years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't just her. I look at her, and it made me start thinking about me and how me and you in our generation could have been programmed a certain way, right? And then that's how we live our lives, and how long do we think that we're going to live our lives still holding on to that initial programming 
And then, you know, sooner or later, me and you are going to be old. Mm-hmm. And our grandkids are going to come in trying to tell us what's popping. And we're going to be like, nah, nigga, I ain't grow up like that. Like, what if he comes in? Like, bro, everybody's putting pickles in their ass. Like, that's just like, like Thanksgiving yeah, probably- now. And you're like, dog, we didn't grow up putting pickles in our ass. And you're like, but you missing out, granddad. That's a, like, nigga, I just ain't never got to know about that's that. A, like, that's a wild statement. It's, like, what, it's if they wild, try to, but, what if they try to come convince you crack is okay now? Like, hey, nah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. They found nah. a way. Like, they oh, found a way. Found a common that's cold. a great... Bro, we that found is a cure for the common cold. Because <laughs> what if Gen Z finds a way to make crack not that uh, addictive? Say, and that's you what get the, all the highs, but none of the addiction of crack, and it won't make your teeth fall out. I you will still say no, won't you? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm falling yeah. for that one. Now, I will say this though, but like, and, and maybe because I know this is kind of some shit on the horizon, but like, if twenty thirty, even though I know one one of these is going to be sooner, but like, if twenty thirty years from now, you can probably go get you some shrooms and some eggs across the counter. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, I'm still scared like, of mushrooms. I'm, I'm scared I'm, of mushrooms. I'm scared a little bit too, but I like I, I we, we got to do them with the right people. That's that's what that comes down to. Like I feel like if we do it with the gang or you got to microdose your way into the high that you want, I think maybe that's probably the most appropriate thing to do. You you want to hear something interesting about me? And I pulled that from what you just said just now. Mm-hmm. Like you got to do it with the gang. You got to do it around the people that you're comfortable with. You want to hear something about me? Mm-hmm. I'm scared of almost that, all drugs. And man. that comes from the mouth of Milk. Milk told me that personally. Like, hey, nah, if you're going to do it, Milk you got to do it around genius. your loved ones, man. I love He's that too guy. young to be that smart. I love but him, man. Period. I'm scared of drugs. There's so many drugs I haven't dry- tried just because I'm so scared of them. Mm-hmm. In my mind frame about trying drugs and shit like that is always has been and will continue to be. I'm the opposite of you. Like if if there was a drug that I was considering trying, I wouldn't want to be around my closest family and friends and relatives. I would want to be alone in my house by myself. Like I would not want to be around the people that I care about because I don't trust that I'm not going to do something or say something that's going to permanently change my relationship with you or them or my wife or something like that. Like I, I don't mean, want to say some old wild freaky shit yeah. around them because I was going off the show. Like, like I'd rather I, be alone so I can I trick think, by myself. I think that's I think that's when you do it with the gang. Like I don't you, may, you know maybe if you do it by yourself you might need to be by yourself again from the mouth of milk. He did shrooms by himself one day, and then they, you know, left the kids with him. And he was like, "I cried, like I just cried. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Like I just hey. cried." So, like, you know, maybe that is appropriate, and even still, according to him, like, if you do, you got to be in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? You can't be in a bad mood because that's you, you're gonna have a bad trip and all of that shit. But like, I, I'm down, and I'm really down thinking about it now because, like, again, I've never had the opportunity to take shrooms for real, for real. Um, but like, I've taken eggs before. I'm sure we've talked about that on here, and like. I I'm interested to kind of take these drugs in a different capacity than what I've taken them before. You know what I'm saying? Before it was take it to kick it. And like I say, ecstasy is probably the only other thing that I've done besides weed for real, for real. Cause like, regardless of what anybody tells you, even st- I've been, I, the first time I hit a blunt was at 13 years old. I'm 33. Call me a 20 year smoker at this point. If you want to mm-hmm. weed, even regular weed has gotten me so high to a point where I'd be like, yo, dear Lord, if you let me come down from this high, I swear, to you, I swear to you, I'll never do it again. So that alone, <laughs> it, it's not a threshold into crack or into heroin. Like, trust me, right. I get my high out of, even if, you know, may, maybe that's where I get what I consider my junkiness from, where I smoke a lot. Like, no, I will take myself to the moon before I'd be like, you want to know what? 
shoot me up. Like, I just can't, I can't take it that far. You know what I'm saying? But I would be interested to take these drugs in a different setting other than kicking it. Like, mm-hmm. as I've only taken X to go out and kick it, like, I would love to take X and, like, record a song or, like, you know what I'm saying? Just do something different or creative. Be like, careful with that taking drugs and then trying know, to do something creative. I know. Because, you I know, just told somebody about that the other day. <laughs> I you should have that for me. your family. I told BJ and them about it the other day. I don't think I have it saved anywhere. Oh, like, I got to go back and find it in my email. No, you sent it. You might have to resend it to me, but I couldn't find it nowhere. But I did. I told them, I, I told them there were several episodes that will never see the light of day. <laughs> that's just how it goes sometimes. This is how it's going to be. Um, maturity, bro. I think that's a maturity thing. Like, I feel like I'm maybe not mentally immature or maybe spiritually, emotionally, whatever the case may be, to be able to handle certain drugs. And I think I just mm-hmm. know myself well enough to know. Speaking of maturity, bro, like, I had. Are you a pancake man? You a waffles, pancake, French toast kind of man? Um, yeah. You fuck with breakfast it. foods? Yeah. Like I, I know some people are like real um strict about like, oh, waffles is just pancakes with squares and um, I mean they are, that's but not the case. Well, that's are. not true. That's you not true. Use the same, you gotta you put use, eggs and you, shit in it. You use the you can use the same batter to make both. So you know that that is true, actually. But you know, I was fucking thinking about pancakes the other day and something crossed my mind. And I want to see if you can follow me with this theory and see if you can back this strongly enough for us to make this a thing. Did you realize that a person's personal maturity can be directly linked? A direct straight line could be drawn from maturity to the amount of syrup you put on your pancakes. Um, Yes, I could Have see you ever that realized that? Like, actually. If you ever watch a six-year-old with a syrup bottle... A 16-year-old with a syrup bottle, a 26-year-old with a syrup bottle, and then a 66-year-old with a syrup bottle. The 66-year-old and the 6-year-old, same syrup. (laughs) I mean, that's why they say the shit reverses after a while, but like, I'm definitely a... I'm going to put syrup on my pancakes or on my waffle. And probably by the time I get to the last piece, like you're not going to be able to see any visible syrup because it's all sucked itself. Yeah. Because you pancake. use the amount that you need. Yeah, I you don't did. need a river of fucking syrup. You're not trying to eat pancakes. syrup with a fork. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that in my life. Do you remember the specific moment when you stopped being a crazy man with the syrup? Like I remember like being yeah. like 12 and like trying to like, I think it happened with there not being much syrup left mm-hmm. and then being like, well, I got to make this stretch. Like I can't afford to just go crazy with the syrup. And then like, I tried it for the first time being sparingly. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is what pancakes and even, like. And I don't remember the age, but that's so funny that you say that because like, I, I didn't always, well, first of all, I've never, I've never always been a breakfast person. I do okay. enjoy eating breakfast, but like, if I'm going to have breakfast every day, like I want breakfast. Like I want eggs. I want bacon. The like, whole spread. Yeah. I want the shit. Like a bowl of cereal is not going to cut it for me. A granola bar can suck my dick. Like I don't, I don't need none <laughs> of that other shit. That's not. That's a painful job, bro. If a granola <laughs> bar sucks your dick, it will be excruciating. It'll be very dry. Bro, nature's um, best. I don't want anywhere near my dick, bro. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. But like, if I'm not going so like me having like pancakes or waffles in my breakfast wasn't like a regular thing. You know what I'm saying? Growing uh-huh. up or like if they was around, they was around cool. But like, I never, I never was a fan of having like a bunch of pancakes or anything like that. But I remember, cause I didn't always fuck with waffles. I don't know why, but I was like, nah, give me a pancake over Bro, a waffle. The, the more I talk to people like you, the more I realize how I got to be almost 400 pounds. Like, <laughs> because pancakes was way too regular in my life. Like, I don't think you're supposed to eat pancakes 
every other day. Yeah, no, I <laughs> Especially not with a bowl of fruit pebbles. Like, how yeah. come nobody told me that you're not supposed to eat this? Absolutely thing? not. But I think what made me like fuck with waffles, I was like, oh shit. I can just put syrup in the pockets on the waffle. I don't need <laughs> to like drench this joint. Yeah, I don't need to drench this joint with syrup. There's a place to hold the syrup. And like it's that's how I syrup my waffle to this day. Like, and again, like I'm gonna go, I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna slather my pancakes with the butter on all the layers. I'm gonna cut them up into them squares like I know how. And then we're gonna swirl that, you know, that syrup around until we get a, a good enough thing to soak all the hopefully we we're can get lathering. it to soak down through them two or three layers. Yeah, we're just you know lathering. That's all. Yeah, and, and usually I don't do I don't do enough syrup to get down to that third layer if I got three pancakes. And I I don't even want three pancakes, fam. Cause again, we talked about IHOP, this whole fucking plate of pancake, bro. Like that's too much pancake. <laughs> That's too much cake, bro. Um, too much. Yeah, I thought that was super interesting, the direct link from syrup usage to maturity. <laughs> uh, speaking of maturity and immaturity, um, fuck college football. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Um, we're not going to really give an analysis here because I don't think there needs to be one. Uh, college football happened this past week. Some people are happy. Some people are mad. I'll tell you this. I kind of stopped watching... Ohio State games tentatively when I moved out here. Like, I watch them. I keep Mm -hmm. my eye on the score. I have it on in the background. But, like, sitting down at kickoff and staying in my seat until the clock runs out is kind of over for me. And I'll tell y'all why. It's not that I don't love my state anymore or love Mm -hmm. my team. Because I love the motherfuckers. Like, I love the Buckeyes. Right. But I don't like the way they make me feel. Like, at this point, it's an abusive relationship. And, like, I get, y'all, I'm not exaggerating. When I tell y'all the way the Buckeyes are doing directly affects my mood and my stability of my emotions, and I don't like the control that it has over me. So I wasn't even going to watch the Michigan game. Like, I was going to check my phone every few minutes and check the score, put the phone back. I wasn't even going to watch the Michigan game, I swear to you. But my mother-in-law came in my bedroom all distraught because my nephew was on the living room TV playing the PlayStation and kickoff had already started. And she was like, poor mom. She came in and asked me for a radio where she could at least listen to the- <laughs> Say, hey, mom, do you, uh, do, you, do you have a phone? Yeah, she was like, she came and asked if I had a radio on me that she could listen to. And I just cried laughing. Said, no boom box I- here. I was like, man, like she really want to watch the game. Like she's willing to like listen to the like the play by play. Sit by the radio. That's old school for your ass. You can watch the game here in our room. It's a perfectly big TV in our bedroom. She can watch it in here in peace. But I didn't realize when I offered her that that I was at the computer Mm -hmm. and the TV's right behind me. Right behind you. (laughs) And now I'm forced to watch the game. Pseudo watch the game. You see it in your peripherals. Yeah. And you're so close. You're like in the game. It's yeah. over my shoulder. <laughs> I'm basically on the sideline, yeah. so this is not what I wanted because You're I know players, how wound buddy. up I get, bro. I know how wound up I get. And for y'all to think I'm exaggerating, mm. that's my life. Like, I am so unpleasant when the Buckeyes aren't winning. And again, we're not doing a game breakdown here. That's not what this show is for. But I do want to talk to you about how, like, I know this about me. My wife knows this about me. And it really sucks that I can't do any better about it. Like, you ever have, like, a deficiency in your character <laughs> that you can't improve? Like, this must be what Tiger what Woods... what it is. This got to be what Tiger Woods feels about cheating. Like, he be. knows it's wrong, but he can't stop doing it. So I you just cannot I mean? help like, myself. Dog, 
I get like this about Northwestern games. Like it don't even got to be the biggest game. Nah, for sure. For like sure. If we're only up by three against Northwestern, like I'm pacing in the hallway, sweating. Oh my God, what's going to happen to our season? Like, and I'm 40 years old, bro. Like, why do yeah. I care what these little kids do on the football field? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it's, I, it still got me in a chokehold, bro. I got to sit down and kick off. Like, and, so, and sometimes, like, I'll play the game and watch the game at the same time. Like, I'll watch the Good game on my phone and I'll play I'll the play game. NCAA to, 2013. That's fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if these niggas don't win, at least I will win. Like, if I right. have to carry the torch for the Ohio State Buckeyes, I will do you that and, today. You and Ryan Shazier will get us together. Yeah, I, did, I didn't tell you. I just did this recently, too. But on my game, uh, Ryan Day is black. I got tired of seeing like white that. Ryan Day. I like that. I changed him to black Ryan Day. All so right. okay. that that's how we're doing it from here on out. But yeah, like um again, it, it got a chokehold on me. And again, like that was kind of a part of the um the 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 lineage of events for the week. You know what I'm saying? The the game was kind of the the cap off for the week. You know, we had we had Tuesday when everybody got here, soup Tuesdays, Indian Wednesdays, Thanksgiving was on Thursday. Friday, we went to the casino and we went bowling. I got a chance, you know what I'm saying, show these niggas how I do one time for the one time. Even though my brother won. Mm. He did. My brother did win while, while he came. And that, that was Against good, you? Like, You're in a league. He did. It's all right. Bro, I'm not no I'm not a bowling hater. Like if I was if I was a hater, the bowling alley would be on fire right now. Like we wouldn't be having a pod. Like it would be that serious. All the shit down. And and not for nothing. I told that nigga, you know, the technique. So like uh, so you, can you still know peel Mr. Some Miyagi. Off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm all right with that. So it's cool with me. But like we we did that and then we went back to the house and we kind of had the rehashing of the Thanksgiving thing on Friday and then Saturday was, you know, to ca- kind of cap off the game. So it sucked that, you know, it was a ton of Buckeyes, you know, Buckeye fans in the house, and we lost like that. It's sad, sad. It's, it's sad. a very, very sad story. But like, as a Buckeye fan, like, I don't think we get the credit um, that we deserve. We get, we, we get a bad one rap. Loss and look how we act, bro. But, I, but like, it is how, how we how, lost. <laughs> how, yeah, exactly. You know, we and lost not, so bad. Not, not for, not only that did we lose so bad, but like. In the last decade, we are not used to a back-to-back loss to that team. No, 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 no. So this we has a different spoiled. this has a different sting to it. And then well, let like, me ask you this too, and I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about people in these circumstances where we've lost to Michigan two years in a row? We are a one-loss team. Right. The whole the the sky is falling, and then you get people that are like Ryan Day should be fired. I'm sick of this shit. Like, how do you feel about that? Like. I so so again that's kind of where I was going but like True. I I understand it because I'm from where they're from I know the right. culture of the town yeah. I know how we think about the team like they they said it last year they was like yo Ohio State went to the Rose Bowl and won and you would have thought they went to the toilet bowl and just got uh, an attendance award and that's really how we think about the shit the goal every single year is an undefeated season while beating Michigan. Big Ten Championship and the National Championship. Anything less than that is a failure. failure. That's crazy. So we failed failed last year because we lost to Michigan and we didn't make it to the Big Ten game. Now, two years in a row, we have lost to Michigan and will not make it to the Big Ten game. Now, I told niggas after that loss, we was only dropping to number five. So we'll still make it to the playoffs. I guarantee you that. But like, it's still kind of, I kind of even don't want to make it to the playoffs this year after that. After that showing, I don't, I don't, I don't, go. I don't, I don't. And, and again, this is not the football analysis show, but I, I don't know if I've said this before. I don't know if we've had this in private conversation. I'm not the biggest CJ Stroud fan. He's not a, no, he's, not a he's not a, he's not he's a good. quarterback not team leader to me. He's but we get be, those, right? Like we get those, we get, we get the Terrell Pryors. 
We get the Terrell Pryors. Yeah. We get the, uh, yeah. the uh, Braxton Millers. Like, we get the guys that look great in our scarlet and gray, but are they that great? You know what I mean? But they're like, not. But yeah, but they're not leading the team like a JT yeah. Barrett. Like JT Barrett was not the most talented or a Troy dude. Smith. Or a Troy JT Smith. JT Barrett not, was a great I, leader. Yeah, like even when you see, I told niggas the week before the Michigan game, I said that boy got that look on his face. He, he looks looked like he can't figure it out. Like, yeah, because the week before I, we were struggling. Yeah, we were struggling, and like, and that's what I said after this loss. I said I didn't want to believe those slow starts the, the past three weeks, and nah, they, we you know, they they, they, they really showed their ugly face. Yeah, they showed their ugly face crazy? when they shouldn't have. A- ain't that crazy? As two members of the Southwestern Shake Bag Studios, <laughs> that if the Arizona Wildcats or the New Mexico Lobos went eleven and one. Wouldn't Nigga, care. it would be Latin titties everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Mexican titties flopping all over the field. Nigga, green chili everywhere. Nigga, they'd be setting the dry desert on fire, yep. bro, if they went 11 and 1. But Wouldn't we no sitting thing. here, act, bro, we don't even want to order Donato's pizza when we lose a game. It's crazy to me. Yeah, bro. It's, it, it, it was a sad thing to watch, but like. Murpeter, whatever. Did, I know, didn't right. damper the week at all. So it, it, well, it was I still try like, not to let it damper my. I had to tell my wife like I'm leaving the house. Like before the <laughs> before it was like three minutes left in the game, which that was more a game than I even wanted to watch. But <sighs> three minutes left in the game, Rough. like I started grabbing my shoes and my keys, and she was like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, uh, "Leave." You definitely got to. But I know me, like I know that's yeah. petty, I know that's stupid and childish, but I know me. Had I sat there and watched the end of the game and then watched the post game and hear them talk bad about my university mm-hmm. and then watch every other game for the rest of the day, comment on our game. Nah, definitely. Every yeah. fucking break. And you would think Michigan was ranked 16 or something. They was right. number three and they was talking right. like, man, we cannot believe what happened up in Columbus today. Like, bitch, they was number three. They're number three, like, right. They are man, undefeated like they as well. They had every right to that game as we did. And I for know sure. it's surprising because we've had kind of a chokehold on that series for so long. But they acted like we lost an upset. Like, nigga, and, they was three. We was two. And, and again, like, back to my thing, like, you know, I, I understand why people feel that way. But ultimately, should Ryan Davey fired? No. Like, the no, man is 45 and four. Now, are two of those losses the worst losses he could have out of the four? Probably yes. so. But see, here's the thing, too, that niggas got to decide. And we'll leave college football alone because I know we ain't the show. We're probably sounding stupid to people that know shit. But, like, mm-hmm. you got to decide, though, because if your answer is yes to should Ryan Day be fired because maybe he's not, you know, uh, experienced for the light that this type of program uh, affords you, right? Because this is a big-time job. This is not for right. interim coaches. And I know Ryan Day is kind of a interim coach that is taking on a pre- a permanent responsibility right now but here's the thing we got to decide if we feel like that about ryan day and we want him out of here because he's not quite showing up under the big lights when you have your urban myers you got to let them niggas do whatever they want to do like you got to decide i mean true if, true, ryan, true if urban Meyer gets in some trouble you got to learn how to cover it up or eat the bad <laughs> press and stick with your coach right like it's one or the other you cannot yeah. be like we're getting rid of Urban Meyer because he did some shady shit. We're getting rid of Trestle because he did some straight shady shit. We want a guy that never does shady shit, and we want a big-time coach because those two things don't align. You got to have right. one or the other. I and mean, then I, the, we got Urban Meyer back in the media again, back right. on our TV, and it's like, dog, for all this, bring him back on the sideline then. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that part. Like I said, we getting off of college football, but I, like I say, I, Ryan Day does not get fired, but does do, are, are the eyes harder on Ryan Day next year? You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? On this goal. And if you strike, you, he might strike out next year. I will say that. 
he he may strike himself out again, even with he a might lose even again. if you end fifty four and five, nigga. Three of those losses coming to Michigan is unacceptable. Like not I, good. <laughs> CJ Stroud is does not have a winning record against Michigan. I don't know if he's lost. I don't know if he's won a single game. Ooh, and you do you want to graduate with you not having no golden pants around? You see head? what I'm saying? Like you want to be the only nigga at the Buckeye parties with no pants? With no pants, dog. Like you I and mean, like yeah. again, like I've I, but I've been I've been a proponent of that. Like he's not as sweet as they big him up to be. Like he just know how to throw a football. Like Marvin that, Harrison that's a Jr. is though. Marvin Harrison Jr. is. He's that sweet. We got to get off college football. So. Speaking of tradition and things you don't want to fuck up in tradition, another thing I noticed this past week, I was watching uh, holiday TV and around like the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, I know I tend to watch more network television than I do any other time of the year, right? Because you watch streaming services, whether it be Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you watch shit that they give you in your algorithms. You don't really sit and watch network TV outside of the holidays, but when it's Thanksgiving, you throw in a Macy Day Parade. And then you get to see what the fuck is happening in the real world because you're watching network television, right? And then that's when you're like, oh, shit. I ain't know Burger King had a new sandwich. Oh, hell no. They got <laughs> new toys to talk. I ain't even know that. Like, you get exposed to shit mm-hmm. that your personal algorithm don't feed you. So you get to see new products and new shit going on out there in the world because you finally get to kind of lift your head up from your curated algorithm that YouTube has given us, right? I was watching the commercials and Oil of Olay came on, right? And you know, girl, uh, what is you her mean name? Olay. Oil, oil of Olay? Just Olay. Olay, it's not oil? I think, they, no. oh, they, you told they dropped me they it. took the I oil. did, they dropped it. But what's her girl's Olay. name from uh, Abbott Elementary? The, ooh, you um, got money. Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson. She's on the new Olay commercial. Mm-hmm, I did see that. I saw that. First of all, big ups to her. I have, I have not seen... Abbott Academy or Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. I, mm-hmm. I intend to watch it because I do like her style of comedy. I've been kind of keeping up with her since the YouTube days, and I do think she's funny. So I do want to watch the show. I just got to carve out the time to watch something I don't really care about to give it the support and see if it's funny. But I saw her on the Olay commercial, and she did like the classic Olay commercial, and it was dope to see her in that. And It kind of got me to thinking, like, man, some of these commercials have been going on since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed about the Olay commercial is ever since I was a little kid and ever since I can remember, these commercials have been shot and conducted the exact same way since the late 80s, early 90s. Like they have the girl, round. she shows the, the the background and then they show you two fingers, they put the cream on two fingers, they show it to the screen, they put the two fingers on one cheek, they wipe in one motion and no matter like who a, they have, like a they ribbon do the and same milk thing. flowing across the bottom of the screen. It's the same commercial, no matter who they add. And I found that fascinating. Like when she got that call, how do you think that interaction went when they sat her down and was like, look, Olay's on the phone. They want you to do the traditional Olay commercial, but we need to bring you in a couple of days ahead of time to do the, the training on how to wipe. <laughs> like she has to do like a two finger like next time you see an OLED commercial just watch it like they do two fingers they show it to the camera they place it on the cheek then they do a very specific white under about. the eye and they've been doing it since like 1987 mm-hmm. and they have not changed the way that they like construct that commercial and it's fascinating to me that you've had everybody from fucking her to fucking uh, I don't know the chick from the Pe- Pepsi commercials with the mole to oh, Madonna, yeah, Cindy to Cindy Crawford, to they've had everybody do the same wipe, and it's just like if you can't get the wipe right, do they take you off the commercial? Like, is it that big of a thing? 
and is it just nostalgia at this point? Do, does anybody order Olay products? You told me somebody that you know uses Olay, right? I can't remember, but like maybe Does they're the not even, even allowed. Matter at this point? Maybe no, I don't think so. Maybe they're not even allowed to do the swipe. Maybe there's somebody who's hired just for the swipe. Like, hey, we've got a guy who's got all. He's already got the hand. It's a hand model. We make the hand model do the swipe. It comes up from you know. underneath you, and he swipes. Bro, and I, bro, like no jokey shit. Probably that's probably for real. Like, it's very we can't trust you to use your hands. Like, we yeah. need to because your hands might not be okay. What if you, you got really ugly don't hands? use Olay? Yeah, you really don't use Olay. We just hired you for the commercial. I would love to hear how those conversations go because, like, I feel like as a black person, like, I, and I fucked with Olay. Like, that 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 was my shit. You know, I fucked with oil of Olay. Fuck that. I don't know Olay. I fucked with oil of Olay when it was out. So, like, I can't speak for the new shit. But, like, is it for niggas? Yeah, like, that. that's another good question. Like, I know they put her in a commercial, but. Is that for us? Yeah, is it for us? I'm not sure. Like, why don't you go? Why don't you go promote that black African soap? Like, it's a lot of that out there. <laughs> I haven't had no black soap in a long time, bro. Black soap <sighs> used to be the shit in the barbershop. I mean, that's what niggas say. You ain't never had black soap? Of course I have, but I don't think it's... I, to it, to me, there's no greater benefit. Like, I don't want to say it like this, but soap is soap is soap. Like, and soap also is soap, soap is soap. I've paid $5 for black soap and came away like, I'm, I'm still thing. just as dry as I was using the zest. Yeah, like, like zo- I can go back zo- to the zest. Bro, Dove is just as good, bro. bro mm-hmm. For that same $5, I could have got a brick of Dove, nigga. <laughs> a brick. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, w- would you be offended if, like, laser eye treatment came to you and was like, hey, bro, we love the podcast. We love you. Not so much cat, but we want to bring you on for a commercial spot to do, like, LASIK eye surgery. And then they brought you on. They put you in front of a white background. They got the finances right. You on board and everything. And then they walked up to you right before the cameras got started and they brought you like some context to put in. It was like, put these over your pupils, dog. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, I thought you brought me on for the eyes. And it was like, yeah, we like your eyes, but we like these better. Like, so would we you like care your at eye all? shape, but we hate your eye color. Like... <laughs> We we like the roundness of your eyes, but we yeah, hate uh, that's the that's a good that's a good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like somebody got to put the care con- about, somebody got to put the contact ear for me and take it out. So I think that part alone is weird. So why can't we just use my eye? No, they don't like, want yours. Like they want, and what if they wanted to put you in some like all the way out of bounds shit? Like we want you to have purple eyes for this commercial spot. Like would you care? And we really want to give you like a purple hue. Like is y'all showing my like is y'all showing my whole face or is y'all just using my eyes? If y'all just using my eyes, oh, it's a I'm tight like, close up. It's a tight oh, close yeah, up. I might, Every I might, mustache I might give you the purple up. eyes. I give you, you the give purple them eyes. the perps. Yeah, I give you the purple right. eyes. Fuck it. Right. You're, I ain't you're mad a at man it. of integrity, bro. I don't, I don't <laughs> see anything wrong with that. Uh, yeah, bro, product placement is crazy. Uh, did you do any Black Friday shopping this year? Um, I, I think I may have, but not intentionally. So you just found yourself in the store on Friday. No, of course, man, never going. I I have not been to a store on Black Friday since I was like never years old. Like, I don't think I've ever. They used to be my mom and them thing back in the day. My sister would get up and go with her. Don't wake me up. I'm not going to line up at the stores. I'm not holding y'all's bags. Yeah, I'm not doing none of that shit. I did go with my mom one year um, when we had Thanksgiving in Dayton and she wanted to go to the Walmart that night and get the TV and we got the TV and it was, it was, it was one of those things where you don't even get the TV. Like you get to buy the fucking TV and they give you a ticket. They'd be like, all right, come back and get your TV in a couple of days. Like, <laughs> That's the the fuck? like nah, I want my ticket. But like, I just so happened to, um, 
misplace my AirPods the day prior to Thanksgiving. Bro, um, just for a second, can we just say real quick, <laughs> as Apple users, is there anything more alarming than patting your pockets and not filling your AirPod case? It, that that's very alarming but what's even more alarming is like when you get back to the house and you go to look for them and you look everywhere that you know you, that you normally your put them. yeah yep. and they're in none of those places you just have fam when i tell you i checked every place that i know that they should be five times on on loop nigga i went to the one place and just went kept back going to all the, the nightstand i went five different times dog like and i just had to and it's it's one of those like after you lose something you come to grips with you losing something you realize when you lost it because mm-hmm. I remember, I'm trying to think, where was I at? Oh, I had to go to the fucking hardware store to get the propane tank for the fryer. <sighs> and I remember when I was getting back in the car from Ace, I heard something fall. And I did a quick. You didn't look. I did a quick one. I did a enough. quick one. I was like, but I, in my brain, again, I'm always, I, I'm so conscious of what's going on with me. I didn't even think about my AirPod case being in my pocket. So, again, I did a quick scan. I didn't see anything. I was just like, mm, whatever. And it wasn't it until it wasn't you until like, your business. Yeah, it wasn't until two hours later when I got back home and like I even went through to find my phone shit. And I was like, and that's the dumb shit about it. My AirPods was showing that they were on the corner from my house. And I'm like, fam, there's no way. Like that means I had to like leave my AirPods. <laughs> Stupid ass app don't never the, make no sense. Yeah, or I had to get to the corner and just throw my AirPods out the window in order for them to be on the corner. Like, that's not real. So I went, you know, I, I ended up. It was on the corner because the nigga that found your shit was getting on the bus. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. But like, it was just it, that's when that's when the that's when the Wi-Fi disconnects from all the shit. So that's what that signified, and that's when I went to the hardware store, and they never made it back home. So that's how I know that sound that I heard. Like I, I could probably go back to that parking lot to that space, and they are probably still sitting there. But I've already spent my eighty-five dollars on a new pair, so um, they need to stay there now. Yeah, they can now probably they stay, there stay there now. Yeah, they've even already. If you find them, you're going to walk past. Them. They've already been forgotten by my device. Don't even trip, bro. We got we got a new pair. Yeah, we got a new pair, and like I say, they were they were already on Black Friday sale. And shout out to Walmart because I ordered them, and Walmart dropped them off at my house the next day. So like, really? I only Not went yeah, at Walmart. Nope. Nope, it was Walmart. I only went a day without AirPods. Um, so now we've got new AirPods, right, new case, and a cleaning kit. We're never going to have dirty AirPods again. And I'm here to tell you, I'm glad you just asked me about that, bro. You're not crazy. You might just need a new pair of AirPods, fam. My left AirPod sounds tremendous. Okay, because fucking, <laughs> I've, got, I, I've got new AirPods since that sounds- left one went out. Sounds tremendous. First of all, let's talk about the other side of this because we can do AirPod talk right now. If you mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other side of this. The nigga that finds your AirPod has a de- decision to make, right? Like if you find somebody's AirPods, first you look down and you see that distinct white alien egg on the ground. You're like, I know what that is. And mine's have a black case on them. Mine, the first mine, thing you say, kinda, you know what I'm saying? I had to upgrade. Well, the first thing saying? you say to yourself when you see that case on the floor is, Ain't no way them pods is in there. Somebody Ain't no there. way. Ain't Whole no way the pods, pods are in there. there. So you convince yourself Charged. to pick up the case. Charged. Just to see, like, this is about to be an indie case. But when you flip that case open and them buds is in there, you go, oh, somebody is slipping. But then the luck. third step is, 
I gotta clean these shit. I gotta clean them because they're dirty. Know, there's very few things in the world nastier than AirPods. You're not. You're definitely not gonna enjoy my AirPods <laughs> as a hand-me-down pair because that left one. You're not them, but you can't enjoy them. You're not repairing that left one, bro. Like you gotta suck the earwax out of there, and that's not where, yours. Where do you get your clean your AirPod cleaning kit from? Because my shits are disgusting. It actually came with the case, bro. It's oh on Amazon. God. You gotta you go gotta find it. So they sent me the case. I wish I had the things that they might be. I think they're down on my desk. But it's it's like they look like they look like pins is what I'll mm-hmm. say like they almost look like markers but the ca- it's like a it's a dual cap right so like mm-hmm. the two caps are side by side the caps are like fused together so you don't lose this motherfucker so I kind of <laughs> fuck with that too and like one, you know one is, yeah one is a sharp tool for you for you to be able to like dig the shit out the canal oh, and that has a brush on the end of it and then there's a um there's a long one it has like this foam thing on the end of it that you can like put down inside of the AirPod case to keep that clean too. Anybody listening to me that cares about me that has not completed their Christmas list on me right now. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There, there's gift ideas. Somewhere AirPod Generation Three. It was only uh, between eight kit. and eight and eight dollars and twelve dollars. And see, Sounds no, like a stocking we don't fuck with those third generation AirPods, sir. Second generations only. I got thirty. No, 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 we can't. I didn't tell you I got we, dirty thirties. Yeah, no, we can't. We can't do that thing on the end. I thought you were going back to seconds after we had well, that talk. Hold on, Second generation hold on. only. Here's what you don't know. Second generation doesn't have the silicone. Fourth generation AirPod Pros have silicone. Third generation has no silicone, just with a wider speaker. I found that out. And they made that, they made those earbuds so seldomly, you can't find them no more. It's only second and pros, but third generation, look them up. Third generation has no silicone. (laughs) They have no silicone, but the sound quality is better. So it's a perfect marriage between the two. It's a perfect marriage between the two because there's people out there that's like me and you that don't like the silicone. I like to still be able to hear what's going on around mm, you. Right, it's I, a see, better I sound see what's going on here. Generation. It's, the shape, it's the shape of those ugly ones, but it With doesn't. No ooh. silicone, and it's got a shorter stem. The stem is shorter, so it don't look like the, you don't got so much shit dripping out your ear either. It is, and, and it's got that feature. Listen to me, sound like Apple uh, promotion right now, but it's got the feature where, like, when you're watching your uh, porn on your phone, if you turn your head, she's only moaning in the one ear. So it's got ooh. that. Yeah, it's good shit, bro. Like you should look into it. And then relatively, I know you're not in the market for new AirPods right now, but you can buy new AirPods and pass those down to Ditto or something. Wow. Look at your research, buddy. You just schooled me and somebody else. See, like when I buy new things, I get nerdy about the new things. That's (laughs) the only reason why I know all that shit. Anyway, uh, another thing I did over the holidays, uh, me and my nephew went for a walk because my son moved out, as you know, and mm-hmm. they usually would go on walks and shit around town and get caught up in my, you know, oh, Jay wouldn't fuck with y'all for Thanksgiving at all. Well, he's been busy. He's been coming around as much as he can, but he's been busy with work and shit like that. He even had to work on Thanksgiving. So shout out to him for, uh, doing what men do and sacrificing. Like we had a good talk about, I remember those times I had to go to work on Thanksgiving and just put right. it down for the fam and some shit you're going to miss out on in your early days. Cause you're in your twenties. All jobs look at you as prey because yep. they're like, he ain't got nothing to do. He can work on the holiday. You Mr. always going to work on the holiday so you learn how to stand up for yourself. We had we had to put Diddle on game. like, And luckily, when she got her work schedule, and we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode about her getting a job and, and, and the things that we've had to talk about so far. Yeah, but like, game because they, they, before they know how to defend bro, themselves, they will be put on the schedule for and like, And not for nothing. Like you, you put it one way, but we gave it to her in the reverse way. Like, hey, uh-huh. check this out. You are the prize as a seventeen-year-old in that place that you work at. Like you are the commodity. Make you feel different. 
Don't let them make you feel no different. They so will. she only had to work eight to twelve on Thanksgiving. I was like, that's the perfect <clears> schedule. <throat> Don't yep. let them convince you to here. stay no longer. Go. Like you gotta get out. You served your time. Go get your holiday time and, and be up out of here. Once you and like again, like I say, so we'll talk about it later. But like once once you get your schedule, your schedule is your schedule. If they want to change your schedule, they got to ask you. This ain't just a, hey, I need you to, yeah. you got to give her all types of they don't get to tell you game. what you're doing. They got to no, ask no, 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 you. No, no, yeah, no. That's, that's right. what you learn later in your life. So, Fucking right. you know, we try to put our kids up on games so they don't have to at least suffer as long as we did. That's but right. I think it builds character to learn. It does. Know, some hard knocks and shit like that. But anyway, I digress. Me and him was going for a walk. And we have gun shows here in town a lot, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Maybe three or four times a year they have gun shows. And I always tell myself, like, when I start seeing the signs for gun show this coming weekend, I always go, I need to go to the gun show. We went one time, me and my son, and we kind of enjoyed it. It's small. You just walk around mm-hmm. and talk to the old white men and the gun collectors, right. and they sell guns and ammo and accessories and stuff like that. And it's just fun to walk around to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went. Me and my nephew went, and I bought a couple tickets to the gun show. And <laughs> God, that sounds like an internet. That sounds terrible. Yeah. But that's what we did. We bought a couple of tickets to the gun show, and we went. And I find... Here's something very interesting about me and the gun show and this whole thing, right? I'll tell you about my experience. I don't own a firearm. I know that you do. A lot of my mm-hmm. friends do as uh, home protection devices. Not many people I know are necessarily gun enthusiasts. They just own firearms for their own mm-hmm. personal protection, mm-hmm. which I respect. And if you're a gun collector, I respect you too. It all It's all shapes and sizes. You're into what you're into. And I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to how I feel about guns. Not like as a political stance, but just whether or not I need one, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes me and you talk about how we case the parameter as men and head a household and as husbands, where we feel like the safety of our family is our number one responsibility. And it's kind of on our plate as the thing that we're responsible for. So sometimes I do be feeling like, man, I probably should have some sort of firearm in here just in case there was an absolute emergency, Right. And that's not really what I was thinking going into the gun show. I was just going to the gun show to go to the gun show, right? But something very interesting happens to me in gun shows, kind of the same frame of mind when I go into like Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. I don't be needing this shit until I'm surrounded by this shit. (laughs) Just like Foot Locker. I got, you can see, I got plenty of shoes. I don't right. need shoes, right? Right, right. But anytime I go into a Foot Locker, I'll be thinking I I need shoes. I can find find something. You leave me here long enough. I can find something. Mm-hmm. And I started kind of, I was in the gun show and I was walking around and I would, I did not walk in there to spend no five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars on no firearm. Right. Because I've been getting along just fine without a firearm. I ain't had one in like 12 years. And then when I had that one, I ended up selling it. I never really used it. I thought I was going to be going to the gun range and getting better mm-hmm. and taking it up as a hobby. But I never ended up doing that. It got dusty in the case and it got sat in the case so long that when I did fire it, the, the pin broke. The whole wow. gun is like broken my hands because I had taken care of it for so long. But anyway, so at the gun show, and then I started convincing myself, I do need a firearm for home. You know, I need to mm-hmm. protect my daughter in case, uh, you know, fucking John Wick, homeless man, jumps in the window and tries to kill right. my daughter. I can pow, 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 get off my baby. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I start walking around, and I wasn't trying to spend a lot of money. So what was in my price range was a bunch of like, Ruger revolvers that look like Red Dead mm-hmm. Redemption guns, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fine. Like I don't need a nine millimeter Glock. I don't need per- a Coico. Me personally, I call those the murder guns. Like yeah, because once you pull that out and use it, those are just pure pure efficiency. That's right. right. Like revolvers. 
Shout out to Stefan. Stefan taught me revolvers are for getting the job done. That's right. Man. Automatics <laughs> are for, for toys. Automatics are toys. Revolvers are That's for right. getting, getting the job done. So I, I have I have a certain level of respect for revolvers. And I was looking at a couple of revolvers, and it was some for some good prices. Like some was between $120 and like $160. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. I can afford that today. And I started right. picking some up and talking to the man and he's telling me about it. And I'm like, I'm feeling it in my hand. And I'm like, it's kind of the perfect way that I can handle this. And I was like, let me walk around a little bit, make sure, you know, cause before I make a purchase like that, and it's not that it was a large purchase financially, but something like a firearm, let's be real. You want to talk to your wife before you go buy a firearm, especially if you don't already For have sure. one in your home. For sure. That's something you want to discuss with your wife. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, you know what? This thing's going to be open for a few hours. Let me leave. And if I leave and get home and I still feel like I need this gun, I'll come back. in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'll talk it over with the wife. And that's probably one of the greatest things I've learned. I, somebody told me, I forget who, but if you, before you make a big purchase like that, leave. Right. And if you still need it, then you actually needed it versus it being an impulse buy. So I left. And by the time I got home, because we walked to the gun show, because I was mm-hmm. going to get some fresh air and get my gym workout, my steps in and shit. By the time I got home, I was like, what the fuck am I thinking? I don't need a gun. Because here's the thing that I learned about me, Wes. Even if I was buying that gun for home protection, here's the silly thing. And this is just how my mind worked. Every day that went by that somebody didn't try to break in my house and kidnap my daughter, I would feel like I wasted $160. I mean, that's not a bad thought to have. I don't, I don't think that's terrible of you to think. Because I'm not the type to play with a gun, right? Like, I'm not going to be flashing right. it on Instagram right. or posing right. with it. If right. I bought a gun, it would sit in my closet for an absolute emergency. If a bear tried to attack my wife in the parking lot, that's the only time I would run and grab that gun. And to me, this just might be my sick mind, every day that went by that an emergency needing that gun didn't happen, it would be me wasting that money. Is that a weird way to think of that? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I, I think you, um, I, I think, like you say, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Like you say, niggas are not gun enthusiasts, but like you almost got to look at it like an insurance policy. Like, yeah, and I was thinking of it that way. You, yeah, the, like let's let's call the insurance policy. You know, one hundred and sixty dollars for the year. I'd like, rather have it when John Wick tried to jump through the window than not have it. You might as well pay that. You didn't 12, want to say 14. that. Like you really didn't want to you put that well energy in my that life. Fourteen dollars a month to be able to go to the closet and have it versus John Wick <laughs> being at your, at your bedroom you? door. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And you now you just got a hand to hand combat John Wick. <laughs> and like, how the fuck is that gonna turn out? Yeah, I could tell you was trying not to say yeah, dog, but, but. if it does get in your house, now you didn't buy the Ruger, right? But it's such didn't. a weird thing for me. It's I mean, weird for me, bro. That's why but that's why I say you just gotta look at it like cause I cause I'm the same way. Like at this point, my guns don't come out with me as often as they used to. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because like you say, you do get into that realization. Bro, I'm just going to the gas station. Like, if I just got to beat a nigga up across the street, it is what it is. I like, hopefully, get, yeah, hopefully he don't get the ups on me. I'm gonna make it back to the crib. But like, I don't need to go over there with the gun. Like, I'm all right, bro. Like, so, and again, you already know me. I ain't trying to make too many trips outside the house, anyways. And, and, and I'm, I'm such a cool character, bro. Like, I'm not here. I'm not here for none of that. I come in peace. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just here for what I'm here for, and I want to go back to the slab. But like, again, it's the insurance policy theory, fam. Like. Just in case a nigga gets froggy one night, like maybe something, maybe there's a golden aura around my house and niggas like, I just have to go see what's going on over here. I wouldn't just want to be screaming at the top of the steps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to have something to be able to like go into action with. 
Yeah, and I, I feel you. And in, in once the gun show passed, I did kind of live with a little bit of regret. Like, ah. But how much is protecting your family worth, really? You know what I mean? Like, that $120 ain't really shit wasting, quote-unquote, in the grand scheme of things. Because if a nigga do jump through this window, the first thing I'm going to think is, I didn't buy the Ruger, no! And then I'm going to be forced to fucking throw a a cup of bedstand ice water in his face. Right. Hope he goes, ew, to the germs. I mean, how often often is you wearing the Yeezys? question they are sitting in the box i can only wear one pair at a time you know i mean but not only like how yeah. how many times in a year That's do a you point. want to pull out the yeezys like there might be one two three occasions max throughout the year you're right that you want to pull out the yeezys and like you don't consider the yeezy sitting on the shelf being a waste of money like it's an insurance policy for my flyness like i might need mm. these when i go outside one day and that day that John Wick Crackhead decides to come down I off can, of his, you know, his perch from being the gargoyle on top of the neighbor's house. I can got, back I got the Yeezys out and get that's on right. his ass. That's right. This has been the Dipped in Butter program, man. We appreciate y'all sorting all of this out and protecting our families through your ears. Pause if necessary. Is that a, that's not a pause. No, my name sorry. is Cat, man. You can check my extra content out. Uh, openly black cinema wherever podcasts are consumed. Hey. Just me and my sister go talk about things. I'm not Michael Jackson. I got time for Janet. And me and her do a little a little extracurricular activities if you want to hear me and my sister talk about movies and how we enjoy black film and cinema over there. And we release bi-weekly over there. And uh, we are not um, bi-curious uh, about the content that we want to put out for y'all. So uh, we are keeping it very straight over there. That was a lot of entendres about nothing. But yeah, go check that out, man. But most importantly, check this podcast out that gets the most of my attention each and every Tuesday and tell somebody about it. That's right, because they signed up for that two-week advertising podcast here on the <laughs> Your boy West No T and all that other shit that you know me for. Um Yeah, just fuck with me though. Like I say, each and every week the universe is way too big for your low ass problem. And if she wants to cherry pie. Give her the fucking pie, bro. Like, it's about her now. She raised you. It's fine. Give her the pie. But don't let her touch your fucking cake, dog. That's all, that's all you. Hold it, P.O.P. Hold it down. Rule number one, you already know. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Not only about the podcast, but just buy the gun. If it's in your budget, just buy it because you never know when you'll need the protection. Um, even if it's never, like, it's better to have the condom than to not have the condom. And that's then rule true. number two. Mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. I'm going to run the Vance's uh, sports, and I will catch y'all next week. You have officially been dead.